Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hey, hey, oh. Got two episodes this week. We're back here on a Thursday. Treating you to an extra bonus edition of the podcast. How you doing, guys? Your name? Yeah, if, you do, if you're new to the podcast and you're listening for the first time. Hey, oh. Been around a while. Here we are. We're, we're here midweek again. Looking after you. Nice one. love this podcast it's great it's great and it's particularly great when you when you have a chat with a, with somebody that's brand new in the industry that's got the world at the feet and that's going to be what's happening today ladies and gentlemen today we've got an episode with robbie z now, robbie z is a 20 year old lad living in london at the minute um and he's he's a bit of a singer rapper songwriter type artist like guys um so somebody new to the podcast from Bulgaria originally. So he's got a story to tell. He's come all the way to England to live his dream to be in music and the arts and that kind of stuff. So we had a right good chat with Robbie Z coming up for you, ladies and gentlemen, in a bit. A little bonus episode for you this Thursday. As always, ladies and gentlemen, you can watch the episode on our YouTube channel and Rumble now. Yeah, how was your week going? Did you get everything sorted? Yeah, I know you had that thing on, didn't you? How was it? Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I heard you had some bad news. Hope that gets better, mate. I heard you had some good news. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it feels like one of them kind of weeks this week where everything's going on, but we plough through, don't we? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another episode of the podcast as always with these type of things word of mouth is what gets us out and about and if you like the podcast if you're enjoying two shows this week you know we had chris episode on on monday when we're talking about loads of stories about the industry robbie z today if you're a robbie z fan and you're listening to the podcast for the first time hey up tell your mates got loads coming up we've got some great guests coming up next week at all have we <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop babbling. Let's crack on. Today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is Robbie Z. Take it away, mate. Hi. Hi. So nice to e-meet you. <laughs> I know, we spoke on email and stuff, haven't we, and all that kind of stuff. And we were just saying before, it's a bit, it is a bit different, and it's speaking to people in real life, even though it's not. It's Zoom, but hey yeah, but I feel like with COVID, we're kind of used to like seeing yeah. people online. So I think yeah. it's fine as long as it's not like emails and stuff. It's so much more like kind of like that human interaction. Yeah, if it's just like on video or in real life. It's just so convenient in it having these video chats. You know, like yeah. I, I I wouldn't be able to get as many. I, I don't think I'd be able to do a podcast every week, uh, and and definitely not do two a week if I if I didn't have the option to Zoom because you've got to get to people and they've got to get to you otherwise and you know that people are busy aren't they these days yeah 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 it's so like futuristic when you think about it because we're <laughs> so used to it but it's yeah. like 
because it, it doesn't happen all of a sudden. It's just like gradually like getting bigger and like better, yeah. but it's so like futuristic and like, it's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to introduce people to Robbie Z, Robbie, mate. So I, I know we were just having a little chat earlier. You live in London, but uh, you're not from London original. So, so if people aren't aware of who you are, mate, give us a quick overview of who Robbie Z is for us. All right. Yeah, my artist name is Robbie Z. Uh, I'm from Bulgaria originally, but I live in London now. I've lived here for a year now. Yep. I moved here for university. I make music um, that kind of like I like to be multi multi genre, I guess. I like yep. like rap and pop and like pop rock and punk. <laughs> like I mix a lot yep. of genres as well. I've been making music since I was like 15. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's, well, I guess, that's it, it. Here at RGM, we do get a bit of criticism sometimes of just having those indie boys on with leather jackets sometimes and being a bit too much like that. So we are trying to cover as many different genres as we can. And that's another kind of reason why, one, your music, because I, I heard the preview to your new single that sounds ace that we'll talk about coming up. Uh, but another one, you know, different people in pockets of the world, you know, you're, you're in London, I'm up north, you know, it's just, yeah. um, I'm, I'm trying to branch out what we do at RGM and and discover more genres and that kind of stuff so 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 how, how do you feel about that you know like magazines that just have bands with uh, leather jackets on how do you feel about those type of people I think that's really cool honestly yeah. uh, I was talking to my producer about that yesterday because we yeah. had like a session at the studio and yeah. Uh, we were just talking about like how the different genres have their own like specifics either it's mm. like morals or just like um hairstyles or like outfits leather jackets whatever it may be you know i think it's really cool because like i love themes and if it's someone's like personality to like wear jackets and have like spiky hair or whatever it may be i think it's really cool i'm like it's so like satisfying seeing the different options you have as an artist and i like mixing that i'm like i think it's really cool yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's a good, good way to go about it. So, uh, do you mind us asking your real name? Yeah, my name is Robert. I, I don't ever really, like, <laughs> introduce myself as Robert. It's okay. so, like, serious, and I'm, like, really, like, colorful, and, like, I like yeah, being okay. kind of, like, crazy and ridiculous. So, yeah, it's not, I don't, I'm not owning it yet. I feel okay. like I got to get a little older to kind of appreciate my real name. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Do you, when you get done off your parents, do they call you Robert? Huh? Sorry, when you, I, get, I didn't hear you. when you get into trouble off your parents, do, you, do they call you Robert? Yeah, they they still call me <laughs> Robert, and it's like super like serious. And I feel like yeah. this person who does like music videos, and I'm just like a baby in the video. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I still like I I don't feel like that businessman, like thirty year old, forty year, like yeah. you know. So yeah, I'm kind of like, please call me Robbie. And then my mom is like, but I named you Robert. I'm gonna call you Robert. You know. Yeah. Well, and what's the Z stand for then as well? Z is for my last name. It's Zlatkov, really right. Bulgarian. Yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty boring. My stage name is pretty boring. If I have to, <laughs> that's all right. Fair enough. I just wanted to see if there was anything more in there. But uh, so from Bulgaria, then. So what? Bro- what? Bro- what was Bulgaria like growing up and being into music? Um. Honestly, there like we have our own genres there that are kind of really different than what's like popular outside of bulgaria and people there like listen to a lot of 
when we're talking about international music, a lot of hip hop, I guess, and like pop, just like radio music or like house music. Um, but I've always like been a fan of like kind of artists who are like the underdog in their genre. And I've never really like connected to the music that was played there, I guess. But it was like, I've always been a fan of like, even like Disney, Disney channel artists when I was yeah. younger. And later on, I became like a huge fan of Iggy Azalea, which like, it's there's like a big discussion if she's like a rapper, or like a pop artist and people there like know her pop songs like they're still played on the radio everywhere and what, yeah I what, think what do you what up. what do you think she is i think she's a rapper honestly she <laughs> considers herself a rapper i yeah. i don't like these labels i'm not okay. i hate labels like that because it's like why do you need a label like you can be versatile i think mm. that's like that's how i want to be at least and i think she she's a rapper but she just she likes to mix genres as well so, That's where I got that, I feel like. So if, if if a band were to set up in Bulgaria, what kind of, like, what what's like your native type music type thing in Bulgaria? I'm fascinated with this kind of stuff. Like, if, a, if, there was like a standard, there? if there was a standard set up for a band, what would they look and sound like from Bulgaria? Honestly, there isn't many bands there, but if mm. I were to, like, imagine a band, it's yeah. like a girl group, kind of like Fifth Harmony, mm. Little Mix, type thing with like pop music pop okay. house something like that but i guess there is like this popular folk music there okay. which is like it's it has its specifics with like the way the singers look yeah. the way they sound the, the things they talk about like it's super specific yeah. so i guess most like people there like that genre and those artists but yeah. Yeah, interesting. And what made you move away from Bulgaria over to sunny London? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I feel like uh, for me, like I've always wanted to like study music business and like stuff like that. Huh. And there isn't really an option for that in Bulgaria. And I've always like wanted to like, because I, I see it as, Okay, so we live on, like, the earth, and we, we're, like, born somewhere. And then I lived there for, like, 20 years. And I was like, why not, like, move somewhere else? Just experience more, learn about people's cultures and, like, meet people from everywhere and just kind of, like, build a community of, like, people who like the same things as me and just, like, build a career more internationally. Because I feel like the Bulgarian market is pretty good for like art for like people who are in Bulgaria. So if you're an artist in Bulgaria, you can be really popular in Bulgaria, but not really outside of it. And I kind of want to like, I want to see it, how big it can get, you know, yeah. I feel like the UK is like the perfect place for me for that but, right now. And what is it about the UK that makes it so perfect for that? I feel like in Europe, it's like one of the if not, like, I think it's the biggest market for music in Europe. And especially, like, the type of music I want to make. Because, yeah, I don't, Im right now, I don't imagine myself m making music in Bulgarian or mm. in Bulgaria, really. Not right now, at least. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like after the U.S., I feel like that's the biggest market for music. That's how I see it, I think. Specifically, why the U.K., though? I'm just interested in... Why, yeah. Why, why you picked our little island? That's all. I really like my university. Honestly, I think right, that's okay. like something I 
really like my friend from Bulgaria. She was studying here um, in that same university. And she told me about it and I read about it online. And I just thought like, I was like, whoa, that looks really cool. Like I want to study there. And then I was like, hmm, because when I was 11, I had like a dream. I, I feel like I manifested it. Mm. I wanted to like um, live in the UK, but it was like for all of the wrong reasons. I just wanted to see the red buses and like okay. the UK flag. And it, I was 11, you know, but then yeah. when I saw the university and how cool it looked and like how much people loved it, mm. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I, I got to study there. So music. Yeah. So you study. So what is music business then? What what what? Talk us through that. That's super interesting. Like, I just finished my first year a few months ago. We're starting the second year in a week. I'm super excited about that. Um, so like, there is like four modules in each uh term, yeah. and it, it's just like different levels. Like learning a lot about the industry, about like how to build a business and how to just like the different things. It's nerdy stuff about music, about the music business. And it's so like fascinating learning about like how someone became popular and what they did and like marketing strategies and stuff like that. That's like super interesting to me. That's, that's what we love talking about on the podcast. You know, if it, yeah. is there any, anything you learn? I appreciate you're only just about to start your second year, but is there anything that you learned in the first year that you thought, Oh, nice one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that to the grave. I'm going to, I'm going to hammer that tip. There is a lot of that, honestly, like, yeah. and I'm super indecisive, so I don't know <laughs> okay. what exactly I would say, but there's a lot that I've learned. Let's say like, honestly, all of this stuff about like royalties and like the boring things, because mm. I don't think if I went to that university, I would like ever learn elsewhere. Cause I would be like, yeah, like, I don't want to learn about it. And then when it gets bigger, you kind of have to learn about it, but it's so hectic, I feel like. So it's good to know it when you're like starting out or when it's early on in your career. And so is it like yeah. the stages of publishing and that kind of stuff? And what record, yeah, what, 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 what share record companies make, what you do with your publishing and live stuff and the percentages and all that kind of stuff? Is that, is that, yeah, what it yeah, yeah. Just okay. like the, the boring part of it all, like the masters and like, it's yeah. interesting. It's just one of those like, I'm not good with numbers and stuff. I, I was never okay. good in maths in school. So yeah, it's not my thing. But now that I know it, it's like, oh, I know it. It's good that I know it. You know, yeah. I can build on that and just know so if someone's it, lying to me. I, 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 what I'm interested to do with that, like you said, if you, you'll know if somebody's lying to you about it. Because the music industry... They, 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 there's some liars out there. There's some bullshitters that we need to, you know, <laughs> that we need to work through and work a way around. And you know, what kind of what kind of signs would you see from somebody that you thought is lying to you? What kind of signs would they be giving out? Oh my God, where do I begin with the red flags <laughs> in the music yeah. industry? Yeah, I see a lot of people DMing me like, "Hey, yeah. do you want to be famous?" Like, yeah, and then like they have like a hundred thousand followers. And like 20 likes, for example. So like they buy yeah. followers. That's a really yeah. bad sign. Not because like, oh, you got to have a lot of followers. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Why buy fake followers? You know, I really don't support that. And yeah. that's like one thing. Or if people just like want to work with you, but don't, um, don't like 
make the effort to like learn about you, you know? Uh that's like a really big red flag, I would say, because... You do, you do get a lot of DMs. I, I get a lot, because I, I keep advertising this YouTube channel that I'm doing, but and, and I keep getting people, like, sending me DMs, like, screenshotting the SEO on my YouTube channel and that kind of stuff, and wanting, yeah. and wanting to charge me, like, $100 to create this millions of followers on YouTube, and it's all bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's crazy it's so annoying i like anytime i post like a picture because i use a lot of hashtags because i want to like get out there obviously as an artist and anytime like i have a post like i get like 20 dms or like one of these like super annoying comments that are like (laughs) dm this brand if you want to be the face of it if you want to be an affiliated something influencer or whatever it's like i feel like all of it is super fake and i've tried to like filter them out or like just block them all the time because it's super annoying there's some of them that like keep on messaging you it's so annoying yeah it is numbers are important unfortunately and i can see why i can see why bands do the not necessarily paying money for followers but doing the follow loads of people and hope they'll follow you and then unfollow them and keep doing that until you build up a few followers. That That's quite a common thing that people aren't buying followers. They are following people that will follow them back and if they don't, they'll unfollow them and then follow another group of people that that are into music and that kind of stuff. That is common and I and I have to be honest, I did that at the beginning with RGM. I don't do it anymore. I ain't got time Same. to. Like years uh, ago, I did it too, yeah. yeah. So, so, so it is probably, but I, I, understand why, I understand why people do it because... The, the music industry wants to know you've got numbers before they'll even like look at you sometimes. So I do appreciate why some people do it just to, just to get a, a fair amount of numbers to be noticed, to get past that first stage of the industry where, where sometimes it, it can stop just there. Well, like from a label yeah, or something like that. I've think, learned that like the first yeah. step is like the hardest one, you know, yeah. then it kind of, it's just easier. You know, more, you have more experience. So you know how to mm. get through stuff faster and easier yeah. and more efficient and I feel like the first step of like getting your name out there or your brand, music, yeah. podcast, whatever it may be, I feel like is the hardest. And I've done that before as well when I was younger. And I'm not going to blame people who do it. It's just I I, I know better now. I don't want yeah. to like, like follow people because it's fake. It's not real. Yeah. Like if you build a real connection with people mm. or if people see your worth, then, you know, it's good. But. If it's just follow for follow, it's a little too like ten years ago. It's a little fake. I feel like yeah, no, I get right. yeah, and 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 you can't do it these days anyway because uh, the, the the social media companies limit stuff like that, and they and they and yeah. they flag you and they and they close your accounts down for doing stuff like that these days, which is which is good, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's just I think we we, we need to do a lot of work on. We need to work on um, kind of not basing how like special someone is uh, off of their followers or like numbers and yeah. stuff. It's super stupid, I think. But I think the whole industry works like that. And like you, you basically have to be an influencer if you want to start a podcast or if you want to make yeah. music. You, you just have to like make tiktoks and stuff and i enjoy that to some extent but like you have to film and post every day and like you don't wake up ready to film every day i don't want to like vlog every day but i feel like i have to you know that that that's a lot of pressure on somebody and you you, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself thinking that you've got to do that kind of stuff and i don't i'm not sure if you do 
I'm not sure if you've got to do something every day. That just seems excessive, doesn't it? Particularly at, at, at this early stage in your career. The, 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 mm. people, the people that do it all, all day, every day, have probably got a team of people to do it for them. That's true, but honestly, I have a little bit of a different take on that. I feel like okay. when you're starting out or when you're like a smaller artist, I guess, if you want to go big, I think you got to like go all the way and like yeah. work, like work really hard because – for example, if you take like a really big artist, they do post TikToks, but it's mm. they want to like look cool. So they're going to post like three TikToks for their new single. Well, like I have to post a lot, like a lot, lot, lot more. Mm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm kind of enjoying, I'm learning to enjoy kind of the journey on yeah. getting there, not yeah, like yeah. hyper fixating on like the goal. Yeah. It's just like smaller steps, I feel like. And it's yeah. just not toxic for me that way, I feel like. Fair enough. Where do you feel like you are within the industry at the minute then? Where would you put Robbie Z? Honestly, I feel like, because I, I, I'm kind of a go big or go home type person okay. with my career and my goals. So I feel like I'm not like like if this is the where I want to be. I'm like and where's here. that and where's that and where is that? I want to be. I like. I want to go on tour. I want to like yeah. uh, release albums. I want to because yeah. like I have so much creativity in me and so much I want to say and show and just like visually and with music mm. that what I'm doing now is like fulfilling that, but not as much as I wanted to. You know. I have like specific things that I want to do and get to like points I want to get to, but I, uh, I feel like this is the Bulgarian in in me that I don't like sharing specifically what um, I want to like, where I want to get to because it's kind of like bad luck, I guess. I don't know if it's the Bulgarian thing, but yeah. Okay. So touring uh, albums, visual arts, that kind of stuff. And where do you feel you are in it then? I'm making EPs right now. I'm going to drop my new EP. It's called Gear Diary. I'm probably going to drop it in November. So uh, with that, I feel like I'm not there yet to have an album out. I want to like get big enough as an artist, as bad as it sounds. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. I want to get big enough before I make an album because I I have a really specific idea of what I want to sound and look like for my first album. I have the name idea. I have everything. It's just, I want to like get to there, which get to where, if you're asking me that, which yeah. is basically what you were asking. I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> no, it's, okay. uh, it's just, I want to have like a community of people who like understand my creativity, I guess. Mm. Um, so that I have like, so that I know it's worth it for me to put the time in and the effort to make an album. I want to tour that album. I'm not, like right now, I'm not at the point where I can just like go on a tour at like yeah. the O2 Arena or anything, you know. And I want to like get to that point before I okay. drop an album. So I'm just yeah. making smaller projects so right now. Do you think it's going to be easier to build a creative community around you in London than what it would be back home? No, not at all, no. actually. Yeah. Yes and no. In Bulgaria, as I said, like the market is like much smaller. It's a really small market and everyone knows everyone, I guess. So it's kind of, you need the connections there Mm. as you do everywhere. 
but it's there like everyone knows everyone so like it's easier to get big gigs or get on the radio and stuff because you just know a lot of people i, I do because you know i'm from there <laughs> well here it's kind of like i came here and it's like oh you're a baby you gotta like build new connections new people new friends new yeah. you need to learn everything because it's completely different i was like even getting used to it because it's super different to live here than in bulgaria and then building a career here it's a lot harder for me yeah but a lot easier as well because people are a lot more open-minded for music like mine i guess because okay. i don't think people in bulgaria are that interested in bulgarians who make music in english which okay. fair enough yeah I, i get that point you know mm. but yeah that's interesting isn't it you know just like This whole music industry is always going to fascinate me. There's always people that everybody's got their own story. Everybody's got their own journey. Everybody's got their own way of working through this fucking industry. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I just love all the stories, and um, you know, you've, you've come all this. So, so, so you're you're at the stage now where you're just looking to build up. You know, do more. You've got an EP out in November, and you've got a single out that came out the last week that that we're sharing on RGM. Yeah. Um, and um, so, talk us through this new single that you've just brought out then. Oh my god, it's I want to say it's my favorite song I've ever done, but yeah. it's like up there with one more from the EP. Um it's called Five Dollars and a Dream. Yeah. Uh it's basically about where I want to go and what I want to do and like the struggles on the way. Mm. And uh, it's really autobiographical. I'm kind of like talking about a lot of the things that have happened in my life in like the past few years and like my struggles in the song and uh yeah that's what it's about um it just started as like i was sleeping a few years ago probably like a year or two ago mm -hmm. and i just woke up with the idea for the melody of the chorus and like the first time i was like oh five dollars and a dream and i was like huh i should record that that's how like that's how i write songs sometimes yeah. and Yeah, that's how it started. That's what the yeah. song is about. So you mentioned, uh, is there any is there anything like any themes from the song that you'd like to tell us about? You mentioned some struggles. Is that anything that you're comfortable telling us about? Yeah. It's okay if you're not. No, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Obviously, no, no, it's fine. I, I talk about it in a song. I even okay. feel like a little uncomfortable with like people hearing it because it's so oh, like okay. personal, but. Honestly, yeah, it's just I feel like I say all of it in a, in the song. Mm. And yeah, I've had like some problems with where I wanted to go and like study and stuff with like visas and stuff, mm. super annoying stuff, honestly. Um and then I have had to kind of um cuz like London was my second option, I guess. Mm. But um, I had to, like, change my whole mindset and everything. And that was, like, kind of a hard thing, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I mentioned all of it in the song, yeah. Where where was the first place, then, that you wanted to go to? <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't really walk past not. that one, I'm afraid. I can't walk yeah. past it. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to study in the U.S., okay. but it was just not the right time, and it, it just couldn't happen it was not meant to be then okay. and i'm so glad that i'm here i love it here like now i see why 
you yeah. know? And when I wrote that song, because I, I didn't write the whole thing then, but I yeah. kind of wrote it in the perspective with the perspective I had while those struggles were happening. And it was like happening sim- simultaneously with yeah. like a lot of other things happening in my life, like changes. I graduated and I had like some struggles, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Well, mate, you're a 20 year old lad coming, uh, living in a foreign country, just learning, yeah. learning all the new ways and negotiating your way through through life, a new country, and the music industry. So it, it must be, it must take, it must take its toll sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, you get yeah. like burnt out sometimes, I guess. But I was talking to my mom about that. It, it's yeah. so like funny how because like everyone was like yeah you might like get really lonely and like uh you might want to come back a lot of my friends were like yeah i I have friends who like studied abroad and just wanted to come back home a year later and i was like really like i I can't imagine myself just no hate to bulgaria i love bulgaria so much but it's just like i feel like i have to build my career first before i go there because it's so like slow paced compared to like here and when i moved here it was like there was no I didn't have like a moment of like getting used to it. I just came here and I was like, okay, I live here now. (laughs) Like there is some struggles with it, but it's, it's like, I got used to it really quick. It is kind of annoying going back and forth, like all the travels and and all of that. And just like switching the languages and everything. Mm -hmm. Cause when I come here and like get used to just speaking in English and then I go back home. It's a little more like, oh, uh, I got to like switch. And then when I come back here, it's like, oh, uh, like only Bulgarian is in my <laughs> head. And so that's like the biggest struggle I've had, I think. And the weather, because it's super like gloomy <laughs> here, but I, I've learned to love it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair it. Have you seen the in, in the news all about gig etiquette recently? Did you see all the stuff online on Twitter and stuff like that about... Um, I've got a guest on the show. Uh, the name phases me. What's she called? There we go. There we go. Uh, sorry, Lucy, I forgot your name there. Lucy May Walker put a, a thing out on Twitter recently about gig, gig etiquette. And she's a, she's a soloist. And she gets a little bit frustrated when crowds make a bit of a noise and they talk through the music and that kind of stuff. And she's put together these rules for, for people to abide by, which... It's gone down well in certain quarters and people understand it. I understand it. I just don't know how you're going to enforce that kind of stuff. I'm just wondering if you had an opinion on it. I haven't seen that, honestly. What kind of rules is it? Is it like being quiet and on screen? Yeah, I'll read them out to you. There is. Let me just get the rules up. So it's things like uh, don't talk during the show, be in the moment, the audience have not paid to see you, which I completely get, and just have an amazing time. So, But there's, there's more, that they're just their headlines, that kind of stuff. Like, So, uh, it, so it all spans from like being frustrated around, um, you know, people. I, I, I put a lot of like local gigs on, and you do see it when there's a, particularly if someone's on first, I think, and people are just coming into the venue a little bit, and they're, and they're quite a bit shouty, and there's an acoustic person on. I can, I can imagine it being quite frustrating for for artists at that point in the evening. Um, I'm just wondering if you had a personal thought on it or so. I do. I think I do. Um, yeah. Honestly, now that you said that, I understand it. If someone is like an opening act or like the first mm. performer of the night, I think it's kind of disrespectful, like talking through them. It's I've had that happen to me before and it's super yeah. annoying. Yeah. And I feel like that 
that's happened to me only when, when like the crowd was really small. Mm-hmm. I feel like when there's more, more people, they feel obligated to listen to you. But I guess... Well, Lucy headlines her out and sells out her own shows as well. And some, and, and they still do it even when she's headlining. So oh. even, even when there's more and it's amplified a lot more. And, it, and uh, so I'm, I'm just, it's just coming from a, a space of I just of feel like two sides of it. Uh, yeah. I just feel like um, as, as just like a music lover, when I go to a show, I want to screen the lyrics. I, I know like, I know that people are not paying to see me, but... If I'm there and just like quiet, I I don't enjoy it as much. Like, because yeah. like I only like artists that like connect with me. And like when I'm like hearing their music live, I want to like scream my lungs, you yeah. know. And okay. I feel like I, I as a performer, but like you know, my music is more upbeat. So I really enjoy it when people know my lyrics and like scream it out loud. And I just that way I know what people like and don't mm. like in my music and what songs they like and don't. But especially for like singer songwriter type type artists mm. uh, and like acoustic sets, I feel like people need to be really respectful of that. Um, it's difficult it's, it's and say, not- we, you can't tell people what to do really people are just out some people might be dragged out by the friends to come and see somebody as well and you yeah. and, and you and you are thankful for those extra sales i suppose as an artist coming to see oh, you as well please. so it, it, it's a minefield but i've got lucy coming up on the podcast soon mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have a proper chat with her about it and get to it yeah get, get down to the nitty-gritty of it because I'm, I'm you know i'm I'm just open to, but it's part of what this podcast does, you know, delving into what's going on in the grassroots music industry and meeting people like yourself and debating all these things and having a chat and shooting the shit and just, just having these conversations, which is my favorite thing about doing this podcast, I think. Yeah, I think that's really cool because you see a lot of different perspectives Yeah, and you kind of like get into artists' mindset and just like understand it better. I think yeah. that's that's a really interesting thing. Yeah. I would do a podcast. I think it's a super interesting thing. I I think a few months ago I started like making one, but okay. I it, it was just not the right time. I didn't have yeah. enough time to do it, but I think one day I would like definitely make a podcast well if you ever want us on the show mate we're more than happy to help anybody out and get involved and we'll definitely be supporting you on rgm with your music and that kind of stuff ladies and gentlemen in the description of this podcast if you're listening to it on spotify apple watching us on youtube wherever you are beautiful people clicking the link uh, within the description there's a link straight to robbie's socials and get to know him a little bit click on his music get him get involved check out a gig do all the normal type of things that humans do um and robbie i've really enjoyed getting to know you today mate is there anything you want to yeah. is there a message you want to leave for the people that have that are still still to press the button to go and visit on your socials have you got a message for those people yeah if you want to like I, i'm so bad at that if you want to <laughs> okay. listen to my new song it's called five dollars in a yeah. dream it's super personal to me and it's i i think it sounds interesting it's just something i would love to hear on the radio so yeah. i guess you can like give me your opinion on it i'm open to uh const- constructive criticism as well as if you live in london or in the uk in england really uh i have a show coming up on the 14th of october in meter squared in south kensington i think and if you want to you can go on my link tree and my bio on instagram and get a ticket i would love to see you there and chat and just like talk about what music you like and just yeah yeah, i'm so excited because i'm gonna play my new ep there 
it's called Dear Diary. So, um, yeah, it's personal and I'm excited about it. Nice one, nice one, mate. Well, thanks for joining us today on the podcast uh, and we'll and stay in touch and we wish you all the best with your gigs and everything else, mate. Nice one. Wish you the best too. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Oh, cheers, Robbie, mate. There you go. Introducing you to new people that's out there in the world. There you go. Just, you know, click in the link in the description of the podcast. Check out his stuff. Why not? And as always, ladies and gentlemen, pop onto YouTube. You can watch the interview on there too. And Rumble. New. New things. And as always, stay tuned to our gem.press online. The latest place to get all the latest news, music, interviews, features on bands within the industry. <laughs> God, I can't speak. I've had a right busy week. So, thanks, guys. Right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a really good weekend. Ahoy. I hope you get everything that you ever dreamed of. If things aren't going your way, they'll time will heal all things. Uh, I'm not a man of many words with that kind of stuff, so I'll just, uh, I'm just going to get off before it gets awkward. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Carl Only Thanks for listening to another edition of the podcast. Uh, I will see you very soon. Stay safe. Enjoy your music. Toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.